We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So the Knicks led by 18. The Hornets came back to take the lead in the fourth quarter. Hornets had a chance to win it in the final seconds. But the Knicks outscore Charlotte 14-5 in overtime. The Knicks pick up their 40th win of the season. They go to 40 and 31, still very much alive for the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference, pending the results of the games involving the Hawks and the Heat. Woo! Woo! Excited? No? All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this team, this team, this team, this team, this team. What are we going to do? You want to take your baby sister? Everybody's everybody's awake in the house right now. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Why do they... <laughs> what are you doing? You're here too now? Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we doing? Oh, my God. Uh, All right. The Knicks win. (laughs) The Knicks win a game that they lost three different times. Um, I I don't know how they won it, but they won it. What are you up to? Tell me to come in here and get your baby sister. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Here. (laughs) Take this thing. (laughs) Oh, God. I love those kids. Um, Don't trip over my cord. All right. There we go. All right. Next win. Um, Next win a game that they probably had no business winning. It's funny. They should have... 
when I say the Knicks should have won that game four times, the Knicks should have won that game um, in the first half when they were whatever they were, 11 for 13 from three or 10 for 13 from three, and they uh, they couldn't put the game away early. And, uh, you know, a couple of maybe not so great contests, a um, couple of not so great contests, you know, gave the Hornets some threes. They should have won that game in the third quarter when they went up by 17. And then um, they couldn't they couldn't stop the Hornets to save their life. Little little concerning, little concerning that um, in in the last two games, we've seen stretches for about eight minutes apiece. We've seen stretches for about eight minutes apiece. Um, where the Knicks were just not playing good defense at all. And then uh, they lost the game for a third time in the fourth quarter when they couldn't get a bucket at the end. So I guess they lost the game three times, but they ended up winning. So uh, all's well. Um, yeah, the missed call in the end on uh, Burks with the foul would have been would have been pretty atrocious if we lost the game because of that. Um, there would have been a lot of things you could have point to where you could have said, if they lost the game, you know, this thing or that thing or that thing would have been, you know, just really heartbreaking because it was that kind of a game. Um, it was that kind of a game. It was a frustrating game. It was a um, a game that looked like, again, by the second, by the fourth quarter specifically, some of the guys were gassed. Um, you know, we've seen this from the Knicks, right? We've seen this from the Knicks where they get to a point where it's like they, they, it's like the game is right there. The game is right there. And then they're like, all right, let's just dump it into Randall or or usually Randall, but whoever. Sometimes it's Burke, sometimes it's Rose. Let's let let's let them um, manufacture a bucket. We saw the uh, saw that at the end of the Lakers game. And then um, you know if they don't do it enough, I, I mean we're gonna get to Randall in a second because he had just an absolutely outstanding game, and and I um, have zero uh, critique to offer of him because he's. You know, he's an All-NBA second-team player, at least he should be. He's going to get MVP votes. He should be um, getting those votes. Um, All the accolades in the world. Other guys had really good games. There were some lineup decisions, rotation decisions, rather, that we could point to. We'll talk about those in a little bit. But I thought for the most part, hey, this Nick team, here's what I'm going to say. This Nick team, if someone before the season went to you and they said, I'm listening to my voice in the other room because my wife is listening or watching. Um, uh, and they said, you can place a $1,000 chip on either the Knicks going over 20 wins or under 20 wins. What would you have done? You probably, because you're watching this and you're an optimistic fan like me, you probably would have placed your chip on over, right? You probably would have placed your chip on over. You would have said, yeah, no, they'll, they'll win over 20 games. But you would have thought about it. You would have taken a minute. You would have been like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Who's in their division? And how many times do they play these teams? Um, how condensed is this season? Uh, who's their starting point guard? Um, you know, where is this team going to manufacture late game offense? Um, who's going to hit threes for this team? You would have asked yourself all these questions. And in the end, you probably would have placed that $1,000 chip on the over for 20 wins. And we're sitting here and we're talking about 40 wins. We're sitting here and we're talking about 40 wins. So hats off to everybody on this team. Hats off to everybody in this franchise. Hats off to all the players, uh, Tibbs, everybody, everybody, 40 wins, 40 wins. And it must win game. Not a must win game today, but you know, a game they wanted and they got it. 
Let's get to some stuff in the Super Chat. Slacker Hero, 40 wins for the Knickerbockers of New York. Six triple doubles for Julius um, Dion. Dion? Randall? Um, we love to see it even if this game was a heart attack at times. Many heart attacks. Many heart attacks um, uh, over the course of this game. Uh, Leon C., thank you for your contribution. Nerlens with the Tyson Chandler rebound tip out. Love to see it. Now Milwaukee better take care of business. Yeah, let's go Milwaukee. So for anybody just joining us or who doesn't know, um, if Milwaukee wins tonight against Miami um, and the Knicks win tomorrow against Boston, the Knicks are the four seed. It's that simple. Um, very easy. Um, if Milwaukee loses to Miami tonight, Knicks are still alive for the four seed, but Miami would need to lose tomorrow to, I believe, the Pistons or some such shitty team. Um, I, I thought New Orleans Noel had a really nice game. Um, you know, yeah, no, I'm not going to no. Nolan Zoma had a really nice game. He had a great game. Love the blocks. I thought his best defensive play wasn't even one of the blocks. I'm going to put that in the newsletter on Monday. Um, it was a play late where he got his hands in there or something. Uh, he's so good. He has just the best hands in, in, in of almost any center in the league. Um, EM, good teams win the games they're not supposed to win. Any word on what happened with Rose? Good work as always, J-Mac. Yeah, I, you know what? Um, I could sit here and be like, yeah, Rose's first game back. He had the sprained ankle. Maybe they didn't want to push him past 25 minutes. Honestly, I think Tibbs just went with his gut. I think Tibbs just went with his gut. I didn't see any injury suffered by Rose during the game. Maybe somebody did here. I, I certainly didn't. I think Tibbs just went with – I think Tibbs felt he needed as much shooting as possible, which is why um, – Rose was on the bench, and and this is going to be the, the point of contention for a lot of people because I, I actually don't think, as crazy as it sounds, in terms of just point guard play, in terms of running the offense because of how much Randall does, I don't know if necessarily the drop-off from Rose to Burks as a facilitator, as a creator, as a guy who can get to the rim, as a guy who can make stuff happen, I don't know if it's that great. And when you factor in Burks' shooting, you know, I think, if anything, your, your point of contention is, is quickly – um, over RJ, um, because you know, granted quickly had more points, but like, I don't know, we've seen RJ heat up in the second half of these games. It's a gut check, uh, a gut move by, by Thibodeau. It ended up working out. Um, would he be getting critiqued by me and a lot of people in here if it did not work out and they lost this game? Absolutely. Um, Harry donor. Thank you so much for your contribution to the super chat. Um, always so generous. I'm still waiting one day, Harry, one day. I know you're going to ask a question. Um, P swag one, two, three, huge Knicks W huge. That's how we say it in Staten Island. Huge. There is no H it's U G E. Um, by the way, did you see Alfred sulking at the end of the bench in overtime? I did not see that. I do not care. Alfred Payton has played his second to last regular season game as a Nick. Um, I, I, I mean, he'll probably play like you've heard my theory. I think he's going to play the first five or so minutes of the first, uh, playoff game. And then probably that's it. Um, you know, for those games, we'll see someone else start the second half. That's my hope. That's my guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, I hope he, I, I and actually, I hope he wasn't sulking because that would be really shitty. And I, and I saw, you know, he had a foul in the backcourt at one point in the third quarter and Randall went over and talked to him for a minute. I don't know if Randall is like, don't worry, dude, it's almost over. Um, because I'm sure Alfred, honestly, I'm sure Alfred wants to get the fuck out of here as much as I would be my guess. I shouldn't say that. I think it's possible that Alfred wants to get the fuck out of here as much as we want him out of here. That's I think it's possible. Um, CT Pittman, man, what the fuck? CT, CT, first of all, you're the man. Second of all, can you private message Andrew and let Andrew know what you do for a living? 
because once once I've I've exhausted all of my nick takes and I'm looking for another job, I want to go do what you do, brother. Um, God bless you. Um, appreciation super chat. Thank you. Can't stay for the stream because I'm gonna hang out with my mom. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was hanging out with my mom uh, during the week. Um, great win. Macri is the go. I am. I am a goat. I am a goat. I eat grass and cans and uh, I shit wherever I want. <laughs> my wife enjoyed that one. Thank you and KFS for all your work this season. Thank you. I mean, it's, I, I I don't have enough. I don't have enough. Uh, words to express my my gratitude and thanks um but uh thank you on behalf of myself jeremy cohen andrew claudio whole kfs team everybody uh, chris obviously and thank you ct Pittman. um herco Dijic. Dijic? um hey john thanks for your great content thank you um love your work all the best from holland wow i would love to go to holland that's the place where they have the Spinny things, the windmills. Uh, I would like to go and see a windmill in Holland. Um, that is that is my goal. Sean Ahern, what's going on? The 40th win made me feel like I'm 40. <laughs> How old are you actually, Sean? Because um, I'm fucking 38 and it sucks. Could have laid down in overtime but punched the hornets in the mouth. Yeah, let's let's talk about that for a second. Um, this, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not uh, ashamed to say the end uh last minute i forget i think it was after maybe burks missed a runner or you no know, burks missed a runner randall missed the 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 runner um with, with the left hand um i thought they they lost and and especially when um especially when um they gave they the call at the end of the regulation with 10 seconds left that they didn't get the ball i was like oh this game's over i'm going to go up there and i'm going to talk to talk about this loss didn't let it get him down. This team, you know, they're not perfect. But don't don't tell me anyone has more mental fortitude uh, than these Knicks because nobody does. The, again, I'm not saying the execution is still piss poor sometimes down the stretch of these games, but don't tell me any team in the league has more, you know, outside of maybe like, uh, I don't know, Miami or, or so, some team who's been there again and again, you know, the Lakers because they have LeBron. But like they're in terms of mental fortitude, I think this Knicks team is up there with any team in the league. So uh, that's a great comment. Um, Robert Cross, do you think Tibbs starts Elf because he wants Rose as the sixth man and IQ is not ready to start? I mean, look, we've talked about this so many times in the chat. Why is he starting Elf? There's been so many theories at this point. I do think at the end of the day, he, he, uh, God's honest truth. He, and I, I think there are other factors at play and I, we don't need to go into them right now. But I think at the end of the day, Tibbs would not do this if he could not if he could not somehow justify it to himself basketball wise. And here's how I think he justifies it to himself. I think he justifies it to himself by saying, look, if this fucker can just get me five minutes, five minutes at the start of each half. And then every other domino stays in place because here's the thing, right? We could sit, we could say, I have sat here and said multiple times, Put fucking Burks in the starting lineup. Put Frank in the starting lineup. He's like the, the offense is going through Julius anyway. Put anyone in the starting lineup. But keeping Elf there keeps all those other dominoes in order where it's like, okay, I could put Rose and quickly and Burks out there. And then at the end of the game, I could go whichever with whichever two, like he did today, with whichever two of those is having the best game. And, you know, let's, and 
you know, guys aren't getting too gassed. Look, is that my attempt to put lipstick on a pig? Absolutely. Um, it's the best I could come up with. It's the best I could come up with. It, it's this, it's, it's in some ways, I think the safest choice in other ways, I think it's incredibly dangerous. And in other ways, I think it's playing not to lose. Um, and I'll say, I hope he doesn't do it in the playoffs. That's, I hope he doesn't do it. In the, give me, give me, if you want to give me three minutes to start the game, give me three minutes to start the game and then that's it. But I, I just, no. Okay. Let's keep it going. Um, by the way, I think um, <laughs> Pedro Partida, he's our best point guard. Wink, wink. Yeah. You got that ready. Um, uh, Emil Bumansor, 6 a.m. in Australia. What's going on, my man? Would have had uh, had a heart attack if we lost. Surprised D Rose didn't close the game. Wade Payton. Yeah, I, I, again, we'll. Um, I'm sure uh, I have the uh, Tibbs presser up um, on on the screen here, um, and uh, we'll see what Tibbs says. Um, um, maybe someone asks him about why Rose didn't play more. Um, I, I'm seeing the picture now from. Um, it looks like uh, our man Julito put it out on Twitter about Elf soaking on the bench at or at the end of the bench. Um, yeah, that certainly looks like a sulk to me. Um, CPM, no quitting this team. Can't wait to see what's to come. Love all the K- KFS content. Thank you so much. We love having you here. Uh, makes this Knicks fan in London feel like we got, so we got CPM in London. We got someone in Australia. We got someone in Holland. I mean, what more can you want? Knicks fans, Knicks fans worldwide, Knicks fans United. Um, God, super chat, busy man. Thank you so much, Pedro Partida. Um, again, he's our best point guard. Uh, wink, wink. Kevin Carey, good wing, good win. Not wing. I had wings earlier today. They were very good. Julius's vision was on full display today. Absolutely. Elf is the only guy to take a wide open pull up, fifteen footer, and air bullet <laughs> by three feet. That I mean, there's been like probably a dozen moments this season where I've looked at something Elf has done, and I've been like, okay, that's it. I, it can't get worse than that. And then he does something else. It's worse than that. Um, flavor phrase is Rose injured. He looked bang up and this then disappeared. What's the story again? We'll, we'll, uh, if I get a chance to ask Tibbs a question, I'll ask him. Um, maybe someone else will. Al Diddy. What's going on, Al? Appreciate all you do, Macri. Man, a lot of appreciation here. And, and all the appreciation should be going this way. Um, the analysis is always on point and you've helped us get through this pandemic with your shows. Thank you. Really. That means, um, uh, means a lot this season has been amazing and your reactions after wins are great come on you gotta ask a question at least i, I you know i struggle with these compliments thank you very much al Diddy. um robert cross fair enough but my belief is if you swap elf with frank the knicks are an eastern conference finals contender um i think they're you could argue they're an eastern conference finals contender right now um yeah yeah i mean frank's Frank's a much better player than Bain. He's a better defender. He's a better shooter. I, I, I just, I don't have an argument. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Knicks are better. The Knicks would be better with Frank in the starting lineup. There's, I, again, I, I feel bad because you guys come to me for like cogent analysis and like, you know, for theories about why things are the way they are. And with the, with the Peyton thing, I just, I'm out guys. I'm sorry. I'm out. Um, I'm on empty. Um, Imad Khalil, John, there was a couple, there was a night a couple of months ago when I cheekily said to you to smile, we're, we're a good team. You smile back and you never look back. 
Keep smiling. You are our good luck charm tonight. So the reason why, thank you, by the way, um, I'm not, I'm not going to stop smiling anytime soon. This is a good team. Um, and they're, they're, they're on the cusp of being a really good team. Um, and maybe even a great one. Um, they're close. My, Oh, um, so my wife took, uh, the older one, uh, Scarlet Ray for ices for Ralph's ices. And when they, she came back with the, um, the stroller it was uh the last 10 seconds of of regular of regulation and i helped her in and i had to get the baby out because it's whatever so i'm holding the baby and it and the last 10 seconds of regulation and it got us into overtime so i'm like that's it i'm not putting the baby down and then i held i held the baby for the whole the whole overtime and i figured um yeah so she was the good luck charm today uh, i'm glad i could be your good luck charm um all right what else we tips is taking a while i wonder what he's um I wonder what he's. Uh, I wonder what he's. What he's saying. We got a Bayside shout out here. Um, a. E. Kennedy. I'm in Sierra Leone. Wow. Send Elf. <laughs> oh, send Elf here. I don't want to do that to Sierra Leone. I've heard Sierra Leone is a lovely place. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you guys. I'll pay for the ticket. Go next. Thank you, A. E. Kennedy. Dalsim25. It's Sean. Oh, what's going on, Sean? Um, NY Tanola Doc um, from Twitter. Um, how are you, man? Um, and I have to continue with the compliments. Why are you guys doing this to me? This team and Nick's fam has pulled me through the pandemic. Listen, we've pulled each other through the pandemic because if I didn't have something to do every day by writing that newsletter and, and talking to you guys on pods, I would have gone crazy. So thank you. Um, I'm going to get to the rest of the super chats in a minute. We got Coach. Oh, yeah. Smiling. Everyone, coach is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Rebecca Harlow. Coach, congrats on the win. You know, in overtime there, Julius completely just took over the game between finding himself in the line and then dishing to his teammates in those first couple minutes to give you guys control. In those moments, are you looking for him to run certain plays or do you just say, go do your thing? Well, we, I thought he and Alec were we had a really good chemistry on a two-man game. And then their responsibility is to read the game. What, what are they doing? They, so real quick, they don't win this game without Alec Burks. I know he didn't score a ton of points, but. Talk about anytime we can get you onto the ball, uh, just got to make the right reads. Two on the ball. Get to your spacing. And then uh, it created a lot of easy offense for us. Steve Popper. Hey, Tom, uh, was it just a. You know, decision of the lineup, or was that was Derek okay? And also RJ, I saw at one point we saw that uh, both guys are fine. Both uh, guys are fine. Just the way the game was unfolding, we had started off the third quarter really well, and then we uh, we hit a lull, and we we're just trying to find a group that could go. And that group ended up going well, so we stayed with them longer. So, uh, but they're fine; they'll be ready to go tomorrow. Okay. Mark that was my guess. Uh, yeah, just along those lines, how is Derek doing? Uh, and is he on any sort of minutes restriction? I saw he was at 25. Oh, our, our goal is to win. So whoever gives us the best chance to win, that's who's going to be on the floor. And, you know, Derek's behind it. He, if he's not in the game, he's rooting for his teammates. Uh, and that's the way it should be. And so... Some nights uh, it's someone else's night, and you, that's the way it could, you know, we, we're going to play. Uh, so I thought Alec, their guards posed some problems, 
I thought Alec, Reggie, uh, and Quick got off to a good start tonight. They were playing a lot of zones, so we wanted more shooting on the floor. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I thought we shot the three fairly well, but we we had a big lead, and then we let our guard down. We can't do that. No lead is safe in this league. Steve Popper. Um, two things. Um, just talk about the defense today, the last six minutes of regulation and overtime. And also, the players have said they scoreboard watch. Do you, will you watch that Milwaukee-Miami game tonight, see the effect on you guys? Well, we, we don't wait. For us, we have to go step by step. So uh, we have a quick turnaround. We have to be ready for Boston. Uh, you can't worry about you know the other teams, but it's, you know, it's your business. So you're, you're aware of what's going on. Uh, and for us, the, the big thing was to take care of home court, take care of the game that we have at hand. Uh, if we take care of all the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. So that's the that's the way we've approached the whole season. We haven't changed one bit. Be ready for Boston. Back to back home home game for us. Uh, play for forty eight minutes and then go on to the next one after that. But uh, I think it is important for everyone to understand. Uh, the business, who's in it, how, how every game impacts something. So I want them studying the league as well. Jamie Harris. Coach, um, Charlotte had 10 offensive rebounds in the first half. Coming out for the second half, did you emphasize to your team the need to control your defensive class? Yeah, I didn't like their, and, and again, uh, to their credit, that they're hard to guard, they're quick. Uh, they can crack you off the dribble, and then it puts you in hell. This team gave them a lot of problems. Cover, challenge the shot, and then Just being able to put the ball on the floor. I thought we weren't finishing our defense. No. A lot of it was it weren't. It stemmed from getting cracked off the dribble. And so we got a better read on it. And then, uh, you know, in the end, I thought the rebounding was better late, but that's something that has to be fixed. And Bigley? Hey Tom, excuse me. Um, Alfred Payton, you've been he's been around, I guess, 12, 15 minutes for a while now, but it's just a little jarring to see that in the box court because he's your starting point guard. Is that tonight? Was that just specifically a function of how the game was going? We got a deep team. You know, we're using everyone. He's never going to give you anything. He has great value. I love you. He keeps asking. He's always ready. God bless um, you. But his gift is his defense. So Never going to give it So we want to take advantage of what everyone's strengths are. And we want the group to function well together. So everyone prioritize winning. Everyone's got to sacrifice for the group. Uh, roles are different. Uh, but the commitment to the team is the same for everyone. Peter body. Um, uh, uh, Nerland's had five blocks, could add a couple more even. Um, just just what does he add? You talk about the, the, the rise in intensity for you guys defensively. Yeah, well, that, I thought that that was a big part of the start of the third. Uh, his, his gift is obviously the rim protection. Also, his pick and roll defense is outstanding. Uh, but uh, those blocks were huge for us, got us into the open floor, made some easy scores. And you're right, he probably could have had a couple more. One he knocked in. Uh, the other one I thought was real close to ended up being a goaltending uh, play. But uh, and, and then he alters a lot of shots because everyone's looking for him. So uh, he has great value. He's the anchor of the defense. 
Uh, and then, of course, what Reggie does, whoever gets going, that's Reggie's going to be on them. So I think their commitment to our team and what they bring to the team are invaluable. So we needed everyone tonight. Thank you, Coach. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I just he's he's never gonna he's never gonna give you anything on, on Alfred. Not gonna happen. Um, he's been around too long. He's too good at this shit. Um, he's never gonna give you anything. Um, and just to echo some, I don't know if I mentioned it explicitly earlier, but um, I thought Nerland's Noel was outstanding. And like the blocks are great. Like you love the blocks, but I thought um, I actually thought his like his pick and roll coverage it it, it, it wanes and waxes and wanes. Um, and I thought today on the whole, on the whole, it was pretty good. Um, I thought he was a good, uh, good, the better matchup for this team than Taj. And uh, I have not always thought that in recent weeks. Sam L. Let's get back to the Super Chat. Uh, and then we'll talk about Julius Randle because we've been talking. I've been talking for 26 minutes. I haven't talked about Julius Randle. Um, salute. Uh, so checking in from Saratoga. We are a 40-win team. Let's go, Bucks. Obi is continuing um, to give us good minutes. And starting to look like a baller. Hey, how about this? How about them apples? Obi Toppin, eight for his last 17 from deep. Eight for his last 17? This guy wasn't hitting the fucking backboard midway through the season. He's eight for his last 17 from deep. Love it. Um, We had uh, Kevin uh, Danishevsky in the Super Chat, but I I can't uh, see what it was. Oh, yeah. Here we go. What's your ideal lineup to close the game? It, de- it depends on game to game. I mean, you know, generally speaking, it, it, here's what I'll say. It always is going to contain um, – it's always going to contain Julius. And barring barring a – heck, barring a, a really not great shooting game, it's probably always going to contain Reggie Bullock. I think there are nights where it might not have RJ. I think there are nights where it might not have quickly. I think there are even might nights where it might not have Rose. Um, I think you're going to need a center. Um, I'm more comfortable with a center out there. So Julius, Reggie, a center. And then more often than not, I'll probably go Rose and RJ. But honestly, if I'm, if I'm just telling you guys the truth, I think with, with Burks, Burks is right there with those two guys with RJ and, and uh, I guess, God, it's so tough. It's so tough because like, what do you like? Should Burks not be in the closing lineup? Like, look at what he's done this year. 
Look at what he's done. He's, their, he's he's consistently been their most their best clutch player. He runs the offense. Like, but then what am I gonna do? I say RJ should be on the bench. I don't say that either. Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock's firing seven and a half threes a game since the All Star break and is hitting forty two uh, something percent on those. Like, the guys. Are, like, it's it's just it's so difficult. Um, so choose from those six. Choose from those six. And I guess I'm leaving quickly on the bench, which is fucking crazy. But yeah, I'm leaving quickly on the bench. So I, I hope that's some semblance of an answer. Um, Robert Cross has Noel's emergence changed the front office's approach to Mitchell Robinson in the offseason, or is Mitch still in the long term plans? I am gonna I'm gonna be very unequivocal about this. I think Mitch is still in the long term plans. And I think if there's one of those guys that's going to go, I think it's going to be Noel. And I think the reason is because someone's going to pay Noel. And I think part of the reason is because they might, they're going to have some advantageous negotiations with Mitch. Um, I think the health thing is an issue. I think what they think is going to happen. If this foot thing is going to linger, I think that that's a factor. Um, but, and, and also do they need to throw Mitch in a big trade? Um, would be the other factor. But if you're asking me right now, if you're asking me right now, I'm going to say that I think Mitch is going to be the one of those two guys that stays. And my gut feeling is that 50, you know, again, even odds, I say Noel doesn't, is not going to stay because I I do think someone's going to pay him. I could be wrong, but we'll see. Um, Gut feeling. Jean-Baptiste Piron might be late to the party, but the day Julius passes in the last two minutes of a game, the way he did in overtime, We'll close game with cleaner underwear. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's a it's a let's talk about Julius. Um look, the guy had a 30-point triple double, um, which deserves context because Russell Westbrook's had a lot of 30-point triple doubles that mean nothing. Um, 13 assists for Julius Randle, 25 shots. Um, how many turnovers did he have? He had four turnovers. Okay. So he had 13 assists to four turnovers. Like you can't complain about that game. Um, did he call his own number one or too many times in the end of the fourth quarter? Yeah, probably. But as I mentioned a few live streams ago, if he gets to the point where he gets to that last, like crosses that last bar where he's making, like he's not calling his number one or two too many times and he's like, you know, making the correct play every time down the stretch, then he's a top 10 player in basketball. So really what we're talking about is getting him from like top 15 to like top 10. Um, Amazing game by Julius Randle. Obviously they're not close without Julius Randle. They're not in this season without Julius Randle. Without Julius, we were talking about it in the locker room earlier today. Without Julius Randle, um, do they win 20 games? I I don't know. Um, Genuinely don't know. Um, He's that good. Don Cappuccini. Six triple doubles for Julius. I'll say it again. I love Melo, but Julius with his intangibles and improved defense. Um, Julius, you'll take us much farther down the road. I, I think um, I think Julius's defense at his best is it better than Melo's when he was really trying? Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I don't know if Melo never tried on defense for a full season like Julius is trying this season. So, yeah, he has him on defense. Um, you know, Melo's a top 10 shot creator in the history of the league. 
but you know, Julius with the passing, Melo never passed like this. And then, and then the leadership, um, you saw him, he pulled RJ aside, uh, after RJ got the tech, he pulled Peyton aside. Like he's the, he's the leader of the team. Like there's no, there's no question about that. And honestly, I don't think it matters who they get this off season. I think Julius is going to be the leader of the team for as long as he's here as he should be. Um, he's earned that right. And he's earned it with his performance and he's earned it with, with his, just how he's led. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Great comment. Um, Dom with uh, another comment here in the chat. Um, and I was so against the addition of Randall two years ago, <laughs> LMAO. Yeah, I, I wasn't, I was hope I was hoping for the best. I was preparing for the worst. Um, I wrote a column before they signed him and I was like, I would stay away from Randall if I had my druthers. Um, I think I wanted them to sign Thaddeus Young instead. Shout out to me. So smart. Um, <laughs> Kevin uh, Danishevsky. Do you think Boston rests their guys with seven locked in? Should we rest our guys if Miami loses and four is unlikely? Love what you do. Thank you so much. I don't think there's any chance in the world uh, New York rests their guys because there's a chance that um, Atlanta loses as well. So they only need, you know, granted, is it likely that Miami or Atlanta loses tomorrow? No. Is it possible? Does crazy shit happen sometimes? Yeah, crazy shit happens. So, no, I don't think there's any chance we rest our guys. So I think Boston rests their guys. Um Probably not, but you never know. Um, if anybody's hurt, I'm sure they will or, or, or needs a rest. Uh, Robert Cross, again, thank you again, my man. You're the best. Can we celebrate the end of the season with a playoff preview special and everyone eats chicken cutlets of their choice? We're definitely going to be doing all kinds of playoff uh, previews here at uh, Nick's Film School. Um, in terms of uh, a chicken cutlet-themed uh, uh, playoff preview, um I'm going to think about that one. Let's see how we can work cutlets into the playoff preview. David Salomon. Noel was outstanding in the paint tonight. If Mitch is somehow healthy during our playoff run, should Noel still start and get more minutes? Okay. I've been, I've been saving this one. Um, I was on the uh, Tibbs uh, pregame presser. Here's the thing. He said Noel's progressing or uh, Mitch is progressing. He did not rule Mitch out for the playoffs, but he like the way he talked about it, where he was like, he's progressing. He's done well in his rehab. He's advanced to on-court activities. And then he was like, but he still has. And he ran off like four different things. I forget what they were. Uh, maybe like, I don't know, one-on-one drills, three-on-three, five-on-five. And like my impression is like each one of those things is its own unique stage. It's not like he does a game of three on three and the next day he's doing a game of five on five and the next day he's in a game. I don't think that's how this works. Um, My gut feeling is we will not see Mitchell Robinson in the first round of the playoffs. And that is because I do not think that we will see Mitchell Robinson in the first three or four games of the playoffs. And if theoretically Mitchell Robin is prepared to play by game five or six, at that point, if you're in like a 2-2 series, um, are you going to switch it up then? Give the guy his first game action in months? I don't know if I see that. We got Julius. Julius Randall's here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you in sooner. Rebecca Harlow. Julius, something that we didn't get to on the floor. Just curious with everything that 
you've accomplished and what this team is doing. You know, I'm not sure who's more popular right now, you or Kaiden, but knowing how close you are to your family, what has it meant to have them on this journey with you? That's amazing. That's amazing. Just have my wife with me. Uh, she's seen it from the very beginning. Uh, what a hard work and you know sacrifice she's made on her end. And um, just have my son be uh, at an age where he kind of understands it. And um, like a super fan. I know he's has more popularity than me, but uh, he's a big fan. And um, I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, it gives him a lot of anxiety. <laughs> uh, just playing, you know, the games, the games, the closed games, he's really intense into it. So uh, I'm glad that we're winning and uh, he's able to experience that. Hey, Julius. Uh, still so much up in the air in terms of your first round opponent. Are you going to try to watch tonight or would you, uh, Miami, Milwaukee, are you going to try to uh, not really? Uh, sit down and watch the game. Yeah, I'll be watching. I think it's the only game on tonight. Uh, I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, of course, I'll be watching. I watch games anyway, but obviously, when it's uh, has something to do with us, I'll be watching. But uh, whatever happens, happens. I will be ready for whatever the challenge is. Stop bonding. Hey, Julius, you guys have won 15 of your last 19 games. I mean, you guys reached a point where you're the team that. Other teams should want to avoid in the playoffs. Can't speak for other teams, but whatever, whatever challenge or opponent there is for us, we'll be ready for it. We'll be excited and uh, uh, we'll accept the challenge. Dave Popper. Please, did these sort of games overtime seem like it was a lot of physical stuff, a little chirping back and forth? Does this start to feel like the playoffs for you guys now as you're positioning? You know, every game has an impact now? Yeah, it's, been, it's felt like that for a while, honestly. Uh, every game that we play, uh, we play a lot of tough games, and then we want a road trip. Everybody's gearing up for the playoffs and the position and stuff like that. So uh, every game has really felt like that type of intensity and environment. So uh, I think it's prepared us. Thank you, Julius. Um, he's awesome. Uh, great jersey, by the way, too. Um, one more thought on Noel. I, th- I do think if the Knicks make it to the second round of the playoffs – then I would think we're going to see Mitch. Um, not as a starter, but I think in like little five, six, seven-minute bursts to start. But I think we'll see him then. Um, let's get some more comments in the Super Chat. You guys are great today. Thank you. Emil Boumansor, Um, I feel like the Bucks will lose on purpose to force the Knicks Bucks first round. Why would they want to play the Heat? Fuck that. Why would they want to play the Knicks? Um, you know, just saying. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose on purpose tonight. Varunsky's take. Do you think we should throw $15 million for Lori Markin in this offseason? Hell no. People forget he averaged uh, 19 and 8 two seasons ago. Um, it's not that I don't think Lori Markin can be a good, useful player in this league. Um, where's he going to play, though? Um, because in a perfect world, Obi Toppin is a better version of Lori Markin. Um, and Lori Markin is not a five, he's a four. And we already got. Uh, one of those, but um, I, I think uh, you know someone should throw fifteen million dollars at him. Uh, Jason, I'm worried about uh, the Bucks are gonna. Are you worried about the, the Bucks are gonna throw the game tonight? I really don't think they're gonna throw the game. I really don't think they're gonna throw the game. Not with. Um, I'm assuming the Nets won today. Um, I, I should I should know that obviously, but uh, can somebody uh, Andrew? Did the Nets? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, 
I mean, who were they even playing? I, I, I know Andrew was paying very close attention to the game. Nets 105, Bulls 91. Thank you, Andrew. Um, you know, but Milwaukee has the tiebreaker. And you never know what could happen tomorrow. Um, I would be sh- I would be surprised if they rested, guys. I'd be surprised. Um, but I've been wrong before. God knows. Um, I-, I will be wrong again. Um, Dalsim 25. We need an end-of-the-season Knicks fam get-together. Knicks fan TV, Strickland, et cetera. I'll even fly in from Louisiana. You know, it's funny. My wife mentioned this today. Um are you are you going to do a meetup for the for the playoffs? And I just think with like, you know, with with restrictions on like gatherings and everything, and who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated, it would be, you know, it would be, it would be a little tough. That said, um, you know, we'll, maybe we'll kick the tires on an idea. Definitely next season though, um, because uh, lots more good Knicks basketball to uh, to come. This is not going to be our last playoff run. Um, Oh, here we go. Matt Smith. Bucks have shifted from minus five to plus three over the last 18 hours. Vegas must be expecting them to rest. Guys. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. God, but why would they? So they're going to throw the game to avoid the heat so they could play the next. And, and send that message that we don't want to play the Heat in the first round. We don't want to play that lower seed. I I mean, I get it. I raised that possibility on Twitter yesterday. I just, I don't know, man. I mean, if that's what the fuck, yeah, like they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and like, come on. Like they're, they might do it, but I, I don't know. Um, yeah, and if they arrest guys, bring them the fuck on. Um, and Bud should be scared because Bud Bud's gonna get out coached badly in that series. Um, and he knows it and 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 we know it. Um, okay. I think I think we're good. Um, I'll take a few more comments in the chat and then we'll wait for the last Nick to take the podium and then we'll get out of here. Um, fuck the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if it's the Bucks. They could beat the Bucks because they already have beaten the Bucks. We know they could beat the Bucks. All right, Netherlands. Netherlands, if you have a question, raise your hand. I'll bring you into the room. Rebecca Harlow. Netherlands, this next team doesn't win this game today without your blocks and regulation and then what you were able to do on both ends of the floor and overtime. Can you just describe the intensity of what is happening on the floor right now when you guys are still in a position to be in fourth, fifth, or sixth, and have you found that you always excel under pressure? Oh, you know, this team is, you know, built in the best way possible. You know, guys do their job, and, you know, we know what we have to do game by game. You know, we're not worried about what the opponent's, you know, intentions are. We're, we're just focused on, you know, game by game, trying to secure the fourth seed. And, um, you know, today was a good test for us. You know, a young, hungry team, just like last game with San Antonio. So, we're going to get there, and it's really going to, you know, have this initiate um, for this stretch to the playoffs. And, um, yeah, I thrive. I thrive in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, I just feel like I've got something in me um, that comes out, comes alive, especially in moments like that, you know, the moments, um, the big moment. And, you know, anything from my team, especially in situations like that, you know, I was mad about supposed to flick up. I didn't get to that. I could have, you know, set the game off that. So, you know, I was locked in even more. So, um, 
Hey, Croatia. What's going on, man? Berman really does want to know who's put what. Okay. Um, Chat's awesome with the Berman stuff. Why would you watch Stephen A. Smith? Philippines, shout out Rick. What's going on, Rick? How are your nuts? Thank you, Nerlens. Thank you, Nerlens. I hope your nuts are fine. Um, I want to read this, this comment from Rick. Um, John, I remembered early in the season, I told you that the Knicks should build on Julius. And you laughed off my comment. Anyway, great win. Appreciate you, John. We here. I did. I'm sure I laughed it off. I'm sure I laughed it off because... Um, and this is this will be the last thing I say. How could anyone have imagined anything even approximating this could have come out of Julius Randle this year? I mean, we we've made the, the the comparison, I think, to like Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo was in the league for five years, and then in his sixth season, he had the All NBA run with with Indiana. But like. You could even look at that as like there were signs of him kind of figuring it out. And then in Oklahoma City for that year, he was only there for a year. 
Um, he just really didn't have the opportunity. He was a spot up guy. So like, you could be like, Oh, wow. He even, he got an opportunity and look what he's doing with it. Julius had the opportunity last year, you know, in a dysfunctional organization, but he had the opportunity. It's just, this is the most out of the blue New York success story in the history of sports, this side of Lynn sanity. <laughs> um, and that lasted three weeks. This has lasted 72 games. So, um, you know, with all due respect to Jeremy Lynn, you know, this is real. This is sustainable. Um, just unreal. Just unreal stuff from Julius Randle. Unreal stuff from the Knicks. And most of all, unreal stuff from uh, Knicks Nation uh, today. Thank you for your comments in the chat and the super chat. Um, I just I can't believe tomorrow's the end of the regular season. I can't believe it. It, it, it. In some ways, it feels like yesterday that I was coming on here. Um, actually, no, I wasn't coming on here and talking about the, the, the loss of the Pacers because I was still doing these things on um, oh, what was that shitty app? Uh, Periscope. And um, then Periscope stopped working and I was able to come in here and, and do this. And I'm, I'm very thankful that Periscope uh, sucks. Um, thank you again for everybody for the contribution to the Super Chat. Leon, still put that, man, you guys are amazing. Leon C., Pixar drops the Knicks joke in soul, and then the Knicks go on a great run. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely. The Knicks, the Knicks joke. Cause because didn't Soul, um, I know Andrew will back me up on this. Didn't Soul drop on Christmas? I think Soul dropped on Christmas. And if I if I recall, the Knicks were that was they they lost their first game, obviously. I think their second game was the day after Christmas. Um, and then yeah, that, that movie dropped, and then here we go. Um, God, you guys keep coming in with the super chat. Dalsian 25 wanted to go from fade for Cade to now let's go for a title. Yeah. It, you, you know, talk about the turnaround from Julius Randall. How about the turnaround in this fan base? Um, shout out Kemp powers. Yes. But like I, I, the, another thing that, and I promise I'm going to end it after this. I will never forget. There are certain podcasts that stick with me and the one podcast from before the season that sticks with me is when we learned that they were going to have a 72-game year and there was the report that the Knicks were going to – it was going to be a division-heavy schedule. And the Knicks were probably going to play – and at that point, we were thinking, are the Knicks going to play, like, the Nets, Raptors, uh, Sixers, and Celtics, like, eight times each? You know, ten times? Like, we didn't know what was going on. And I sat here and I recorded on a podcast with Jeremy, and I'm like – and this is – oh, this is before free agency – and I'm like, I don't think there's anything the Knicks could do that would make them not a bottom five team. Um, th- th- let them sign Van Fleet. I still think they're a bottom five team. That was me saying that. And my God. And that was after they had hired Tibbs, and I was high on Tibbs. And I, but, but my thought was, like, they would be in a lot of games. They would just lose a lot of close games. You know, we'd see some development. They would probably trade Randall after a few weeks, a month, two months, whatever. Just absolutely out of the blue. Out of the fucking blue, this season has been. Um, which is, which is as many have said, is what makes it so special. So, um, you know, good, good, good job by all of us. Um, the merch store, if anybody wants it, I should let me let me stand up a little bit. So I got the uh, I got the New York 2021 playoffs. We hear shirt on. You could you could purchase this in the merch store. Um, are we undefeated in afternoon games? We might be. And I, 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 yeah, that's awesome if we are. Um, shout out to Andrew. Shout out to all of you. 
and uh, enjoy your Saturday night. I'm going to try. I'm going to don't tell anyone. I'm going to try to convince my wife to order Domino's because I am in the mood for some shitty takeout pizza. I don't want good pizza. I'm in the mood for some shitty takeout pizza and something that I could dip a sauce that I could dip my pizza into, which Domino's has. So here's hoping the Macri household gets some Domino's tonight and I can have my shitty pizza and um, I will see everybody tomorrow. We don't have Papa John's here in Massapequa Park, Andrew. Sorry. If I if there was Papa John's, I would I would do Papa John's instead. Anyway, all right. I'll see everybody later.